0: minasan konnichiwa hello everyone welcome to the anime tea the anime podcast that rants and raves over the best worst and everything in between in anime and animation hosted by your otaku friend phoenix so grab your tea and let's get into the show hey guys welcome back to another episode of the anime tea sorry i've been gone for a few weeks i was had so much stuff to do with doing school and i've been traveling and actually i'm in spain right now as i record this video i mean this podcast so it's just it's been a lot but i'm coming back for the end of the year and I i really wanted to talk about all not all but just a recap of the greatest anime that came out in this decade and not even the greatest just some of the anime that stuck with us and that was really notable from the past 10 years um from 2010 until this year um because the decade is coming to an end the year is coming to an end and i think it's would be fun just to go over like all the anime that made this decade so i'm just going to go through each year talk about like the main prominent anime that came out that year um and mention a few others that also came out and jog your memory a little bit maybe inspire you to watch some anime that came out that you never heard of before and just have a good time so let's get into it so starting in 2010 um Angel Beats came out. So for those of you who don't remember or know what Angel Beats is, basically in a very casual, not very specific way, I'm going to describe some of these anime. I don't remember all of the plot stories, but I remember the most, many, most of the things. Anyway, Angel Beats is basically about this guy, he dies, he goes to this limbo place where our kids go, um, because, like, they kind of get it's almost like they get a second chance to see where they would end up you know like in heaven or hell um so they go to this limbo place and basically from there they do stuff that helps them move on but some bad stuff's going on and like there's people are are preventing them from going on to the to the next place so um he teams up with this other group i don't remember the name i think it was like I don't remember. I'm, th- I'm confusing it with um, har- uh, the m- melancholy of Haruhi Suzumiya, but like the little group where they go and they fight the bad guys and try to move on. Um, it's really good. It's kind of misleading at first because you're like, oh, okay, they're just, you know, trying to move on to your next life. You know, kids in high school doing stuff like most anime. But then you learn about like how people died, you learn about their backstories when they were alive, you learn, um, you try to see if they're gonna be able to pass on to their next life or you know go to the next step heaven or hell or reincarnation so it's just like it gets deep uh it's great it's on netflix now it just came back on netflix it was on netflix a long time ago when i watched it the first time um now it's back so you can watch it another anime that came out (laughs) this year i mean in 2010 that I'm not gonna say is great or bad, is High School of the Dead, or Hot D. Yeah. The abbreviation of High School of the Dead is Hot D. Like, I I I wasn't surprised when I learned this. It was just, just so fitting for this series. Um, mainly, you know, gravity-defying boobs, zombies, and lots of sexual innuendo, and fan service. That's, that's what High School of the Dead is. <laughs> there is some actual plot in there. It's actually kind of interesting trying to see these kids survive a zombie apocalypse, but it's still a mess, mainly. <laughs> that show is a mess. Um, also in 2010, Do Rah, Rah Rah came out, you know, with Salty and, like, The Missing Head Girl. And then Shizuo, the guy who throws people and their clothes fly off, you know, great scenes have come from that. Also, Princess Jellyfish, which was one of my favorites when I was younger. Um, just a good story. They only had a first season, deserved more. Gotta read the manga. Let's move on. 2011 was the year of Sword Art Online. So yeah, and I remember this Oh no! Actually, oops, I skipped one. 2011 was not Sword Art Online. That was 2012. 2011 was the Hunter Hunter reboot. So for those of you who don't know, Hunter Hunter or Hunter X Hunter were you special few who un- like pronounce the X, um, even though you're not supposed to. It's uh, Hunter Hunter actually had an original series that came out back in like the 80s. I think it was before Yu Yu Hakusho because you know the creator of Yu Yu Hakusho also created Hunter x Hunter and they never finished it. I think it was only like one season and so they rebooted it and just made it longer. So and that's the one that we know and love now and yeah that's basically its whole story. Hunter x Hunter is widely known and very popular um, it's a very good season series, series that I've been watching, but I still haven't finished um, because there are some parts that are just a little slow for me, like it's a little unnecessary and it deviates from the plot, but I mean, I still like it. Good fighting. The kids are cute. I love Gon. I love Kiloa, I love seeing them fuck people up. It's great. It's great. It's a good time. Um, also in 2011, Puella Magi Madoka Magica came out. Um, so we got to see magical girls fucked up like we got to see them be like dying gruesome deaths getting fucked over by kyubei the the devil in a little cat creature thing whatever the fuck he is um and yeah we we got some demented crap going on in the magical girl world but it was worth it because i love that anime and they're getting another um, like a side story spinoff that's coming out next year that I'm excited about. So yay, fucked up anime girls. Also in 2011, Anohana, The Flower I Saw That Day, came out. Um, that's also just on, came back onto Netflix recently. I originally watched it on Netflix a while a long time ago. So like it's weird how Netflix takes stuff off and then puts it back on and like changes it and stuff. Um, but that's a good jerker if you want to watch that. Guilty Crown came out in 2011. Um, That's a weird one that kind of reminds me of Eureka 7, if anyone's ever watched that. Little bit of Neon Genesis Evangelion with the psychological crap, but not nearly as crazy. Um, And mainly those two are kind of the inspiration, or kind of remind me of it. But the music from Guilty Crown is amazing. I love the music it's the soundtrack is by egoist which is a band that usually performs like anime music we also did the theme song for uh Cabinary of the iron fortress so they're great and yeah it's just dramatic and crazy uh, what else came out in 2011 future diary came out in 2011 Mirai Nikki we got our best um, yandere girl uh, you know killing people for her for her boy um, we also got Deadman Wonderland in 2011, so it's kind of a messed up year. We had Poella Magic, Madoka Magica, Future Diary, and Deadman Wonderland in the same year. That was a messed up year. <laughs> like, we were probably going through some dark psychological crises at that time. Anyway, in 2012, 2012 is the year of Sword Art Online. Sword Art Online was super popular, it was all anyone talked about, I was in love with it, everyone I knew who watched the anime was in love with it. I didn't know many people, so it was like two people. But um, yeah, it was a big deal. Got to see Kirito going to get stuck in this game world and have to fight his way out so he wouldn't die. He meets Asuna, AKA best girl, and they team up and fall in love and all that cute crap that happens in the anime. You know, first season was phenomenal. Everyone hyped it up, everyone loved it and then the second season came out and i don't remember if the second season came out the same year but i feel like it did because after that second season came out all the hype and love that people had for the show just went out the window <laughs> it died like pretty fast like yeah um And I actually never watched the second season. I skipped over it somehow, an accident, and watched the other seasons, and I was like, oh, okay, this is okay, it's whatever, I don't understand why people hate it that much. But then I went back, and I heard about the second season, and I kind of, like, read about what happened, and I was just like, oh my gosh, no wonder everybody hates this shit. Like, why would they put Asuna, literally the strongest character, in the first season in a freaking sexual, like, situation- like, sexual harassment situation. Just being held against her will and treated like a weakling uh, for no reason. Just because- so Kirito can come and save her? Like, whatever. Okay, fine. That's just fine. (laughs) No, that shit is so stupid. Anyway, so now everyone's like, meh about Sword Online. But it had its high point at one time, and I still feel like the first season is really good. Um anyway maggie or Maggie, the labyrinth of magic also came out in 2012 on netflix it's still on there there's two seasons and there's a spinoff series about sinbad so that's great great series i love it um i love the characters i love morgiana she's great um the fighting, the magic and everything is good. Kind of I feel like uh, if you like 7 Deadly Sins, you'll probably like Magi as well. They kind of have similar like things about friendship and battling and magic um so and just really fine ass men and women <laughs> like beating each other up and also just you know seeing them interact with each other it's really fun. Um what else came out that year? JoJo's Bizarre Adventure came out that year. Which I've never seen. I've heard mixed reviews about it. Either people really love it or they really hate it, and I don't know what I'm gonna be when I watch it. I'm afraid to watch it because I don't know what I will fall fall under. I love people who cosplay as JoJo characters because they kill it every time. Um, and I want to understand all the references, but I'm afraid. <laughs> so we'll see if I watch it. Um, Psychopaths also came out in 2012. A dark psychological thriller. Um, and Bungo Stray Dogs, which I just watched this year, um, which is pretty good. So, yeah. Moving on to 2013. 2013 was the year of Attack on Titan. So, when I tell you when Attack on Titan came out, the game changed for anime. People were like, what the heck is this crap? Like, it was... For the longest time, it was called the Game of Thrones of anime because of, uh, ho- of how well it drew people in and like captured their attention and like made people binge watch like the f- whole first season. Um, and, you know, like it just came out the gate. Like you just see the cute little kids with these giant eyes, this beautiful animation living behind these walls, um, you know, having a good life. And then one day a giant ass titan literally comes out of nowhere, kicks the freaking door open, lets all these titans in, people are getting eaten, their heads are torn apart, Aaron's mother dies in like the first or at the end of the first episode. Like it's just a lot, a lot happens. It's so dramatic and terrifying and like addicting. It was so crazy. Um, it was just a good year for attack on titan and then of course it died down unfortunately because they didn't get a second season for a long ass time but we finally got one and now we're gonna be on the last season so i hope that everything that they're doing in the manga right now which is a lot a lot is happening in the manga right now i haven't even read it i just know because people talk about it and i hope that they incorporate that into the last season which comes out next year so we're gonna see hopefully it's good i'm really hoping so I know Wit Studio is gonna uh, animate it still, which is great because they've been animating it since the beginning, and it looks phenomenal. Like all the fight scenes of like Aaron and everyone flying through the air, killing people, slashing people's heads off. Levi, like you know, being the beast that he is, fighting the beast Titan. All that is just great. So, shout out to Attack on Titan, taken over 2013. Uh, Another one that came out in 2013 is Kill the Kill my problematic fave because <laughs> it's you know just a ton like the show is literally nothing but fan service but it actually has a plot the characters have development Ryuko was my first crush when I was like <laughs> she was my first but I did love her when um I watched it back mm-hmm. in like in 2013 I was like a senior in high school so I was like I don't know what the fuck is up with all this crazy ass fan service but Ryuko is a badass and I love her um so it's Sasaki, and mako just cracked me up because she reminds me so much of my best friend so great show came out in 2013 um it's and i think it was on netflix then and it's been on netflix for a while i don't know if they ever took it off which is good i'm glad it's on netflix um because i can watch it over and again <laughs> i've already watched it like two or three times so yes great show um in 2013 beyond the boundary also came out which is a kyoto animation favorite a slice of life mixed with supernatural stuff you know um just great about a a girl who kills monsters and a monster guy and how they interact with each other (laughs) so it's it's fun and sad and beautiful um great anime free also came out that year another i think a kyoto animation as well um beautiful boys in nothing but speedos just swimming around and just trying to figure out their lives <laughs> it's all deep but also beautiful and like really sexy at the same time i don't know how kyoto animation does it i don't even know if they did that but shout out to them as always i love them um and everyone who worked on it and if they had passed away rest in peace um also Ruby came out it's not anime but it's anime adjacent and uh, I feel like it deserves it was really iconic for its time it's like the I don't know it's not the first like anime adjacent thing to be to gain a lot of popularity but it did a good job with uh, just like encapsulating like all like the anime school and like fighting and tournament kind of things of shonen anime, putting it into like a westernized anime or a westernized animation and featuring all girls fighting. So I love that. Um, I love the characters in Ruby. I haven't finished it or haven't continued watching it after like the third season, so I had to get back on it. But I love the first season when it came out, so shout out to them. Yeah, I don't know if 2014 deserves to be deserves to belong to Seven Deadly Sins, but I feel like that's the most notable anime of that year. You guys can tell me if I'm wrong. (laughs) Um, But Seven Deadly Sins came out in 2014. Um, It's on Netflix, it's been on Netflix because it's supposedly a Netflix original, even though it plays on other platforms, but whatever. Um, And yeah, everyone loves it. Um, Just like seven super diverse characters, with different personalities coming together to fight people <laughs> like what more do you need um and it's just the, each of the characters having their own personalities and being so different is i think is the, the draw of seven deadly sins um on a personal note fuck meliodas i really don't like him he's a good fighter like he's really good like i know he's really powerful and he can beat some people up and i respect that I also respect his friendships with the other characters, especially Bond. They have a cool brotherly, like, bond, um, that I respect, but I don't like Meliodas. I don't like, I'm getting this to some spoiler territory, so if you haven't watched Seven Daily Sins, skip ahead a little bit, <laughs> or the, like, at least the latest seasons, um, except for the most recent one. But I don't like that his girlfriend is a reincarn. or- Elizabeth is the reincarnate of his girlfriend and he just waited took care of her as a child you know like put her to safety like okay that's great that's nice but then when she turns into an adult he's just groping and molesting her all the time like what the like you didn't even say you liked her you just like walked up to her and was like oh let me just get in your booty hole like what no just calm yourself you're doing too much um so yeah he annoys me Elizabeth also annoys me, so they could probably go. Everyone else in the series I love. <laughs> I love Marilyn. I love Bon. I love Diane, my sweet, sweet, like, baby. I love her. Um, I love King. I love them all. They're great. Uh, So yeah, Seven Deadly Suns came out in 2014. Akame Got Kill came out in 2014, which is also a really good anime. Strong female lead, um, even though she's not really the lead of the show. It's really weird how they set that up. There's not really a main character, but Akame somehow becomes the main character. I don't- I didn't really understand that. Um, but I loved her fighting style. loved how she poisoned people, fucked them up with her sword and stuff. Her, um, relationship with her sister was cool, and... Yeah, it was a cool fighting show, lots of people died, it was really sad, but I did like it. <laughs> what else came out? Uh, Blue Spring Ride, which is a slice of life slash romance anime, came out in 2014. Um, it's also known as Haru Ride, and that was good. It's kind of about mental health and like, it's more just like, you know, romance slice of life. Um, just sweetness all around. Tokyo Ghoul came out in 2014, which might actually be, like the year of 2014 was probably belonged to Tokyo Ghoul, but I haven't watched Tokyo Ghoul, so that's why (laughs) I was kind of biased towards Seven Deadly Sins. Um, But I heard it's really good, and it probably deserves to be up there as one of the best space dandy also came out in 2014 um which is, it was produced by shinichiro watanabe which is the creator of girl and tuesday um samurai shampoo and um shit what's the other one Cowboy Bebop. <laughs> so he made that one and of course has great music. Um I watched a few episodes of it a long time ago when it used to play on Tsunami. And it was just it's a crazy kind of like non plot centered show. Um but it's just really fun watch. It's ridiculous and hilarious. Um also noragami came out in twenty fourteen, which I haven't seen yet, but I heard is really good, so I wanna watch it. Um, yeah. In 2015 uh, we got one punch man so one punch man first season premiered it was received very well (laughs) everyone loved it because it was a parody of you know all the shonen anime with super overpowered um, main characters Uh, we got Saitama our bald-headed baddie AKA just overall badass, but also he's just out here trying to get his um, Sunday grocery deals. So he was relatable and also really powerful. So we respect him. And of course, you got a whole slew of other characters just fighting each other. Got to see monsters' guts sp- sp- like spilled all over the place as whenever Saitama punched someone and the animation from the first season was so good Um, you know just being introduced to the characters was so much fun and the comedy was great as always and then we got the second season and it's totally different (laughs) but I mean we still got great comedy still got Saitama still got great characters fighting each other just the fighting wasn't as cool to watch but still respect one punch man um, thank you for bringing us Saitama, I, res- I love him, he is one of my faves, <laughs> um, also in 2015, we got Food Wars, the first season of Food Wars premiered, um, we got Seraph of the End, um, which is about, we got, you know, vampires fighting each other, um, we got Dragon Ball Super, for those who care, <laughs> I don't, personally. And we got Sound Euphonium from Kyoto Animation again, um, just another great slice of live anime about some kids playing in a orchestra, just amazing. Um, we also got My Love Story, um, which... probably won't know (laughs) people may not know this but my love story is a really good slice of life romantic comedy um about this guy who's like really big like he's just a big dude it's not like he's like it's not like i don't know he's just like a big dude he lives in japan so it's not common (laughs) i guess um so he's People are usually afraid of him so but he wants to fall in love with someone and then he ends up falling in love with someone and they fall and they love him back and it's just about him like and his girlfriend being cute and his friend and like figuring out love and stuff and it's really adorable one of my favorites um so yeah that was 2015. Hey guys! Welcome back to another episode of The Anime Tea. Sorry I've been gone for a few weeks. I was had so much stuff to do with doing school and I've been traveling and actually I'm in Spain right now as I record this video. I mean this podcast. <laughs> so it's just, it's been a lot. But I'm coming back for the end of the year and I, wa- I really wanted to talk about all, not all, but just a recap of the greatest anime that came out in this decade. And not even the greatest, it's just some of the anime that stuck with us and that was really notable from the past 10 years, um, from 2010 until this year. Um, because the decade is coming to an end, the year is coming to an end, and I think it's- would be fun just to go over, like, all the anime that made this decade. So I'm just gonna go through each year, talk about, like, the main, prominent anime that came out that year um, and mention a few others that also came out and jog your memory a little bit. Maybe inspire you to watch some anime that came out that you never heard of before and just have a good time. So let's get into it. So starting in 2010, um, Angel Beats came out. So for those of you who don't remember or know what Angel Beats is, basically in a very casual, not very specific way. I'm gonna describe some of these anime, I don't remember all of the plot stories, but I remember the most, many, most of the things. Anyway, Angel Beats is basically about this guy, he dies, he goes to this limbo place where kids go, um, because like, they kinda get, it's almost like they get a second chance to see where they would end up, you know, like in heaven or hell um so they go to this limbo place and basically from there they do stuff that helps them move on but some bad stuff's going on and like there's people are, are preventing them from going on to the to the next place so um he teams up with this other group i don't remember the name i think it was like i don't remember i'm think i'm confusing it with um how Har- uh, the melancholy of haruhi Suzumiya, but like their little group where they go and they fight the bad guys and try to move on um it's really good it's kind of misleading at first because you're like oh okay they're just you know trying to move on to your next life you know kids in high school doing stuff like most anime but then you learn about like how people died you learn about their backstories when they were alive you learn um you try to see if they're going to be able to pass on to their next life or you know go to the next step, heaven or hell or reincarnation. So it's just like, it gets deep. Uh, It's great. It's on Netflix now. It just came back on Netflix. It was on Netflix a long time ago when I watched it the first time. Um, Now it's back so you can watch it. Another anime that came out (laughs) this year, I mean in 2010, that I'm not going to say is great or bad, is High School of the Dead or Hot D. Yeah. The abbreviation of High School of the Dead is hot D. Like, I I I wasn't surprised when I learned this. It was just so fitting for this series. Um Mainly, you know, gravity defying boobs, zombies, and lots of sexual innuendo and fan service. That's- that's what High School of the Dead is. <laughs> there is some actual plot in there. It's actually kind of interesting trying to see these kids survive a zombie apocalypse, but it's still a mess, mainly. <laughs> that shit was a mess. Um, also in 2010, Do rah rah Ra came out, you know, with Salty and, like, The Missing Head Girl. And then Shizuo, the guy who throws people and their clothes fly off, you know, great scenes have come from that. Also, Princess Jellyfish, which was one of my favorites when I was younger. Um, Just a good story. They only had a first season, deserved more. Gotta read the manga. Let's move on. 2011 was the year of Sword Art Online. So yeah, and I remember this. Oh no! Actually, oops, I skipped one. 2011 was not Sword Art Online. That was 2012. 2011 was the Hunter Hunter reboot. So for those of you who don't know, Hunter Hunter or Hunter X Hunter were you special few who un- like pronounce the X, um, even though you're not supposed to. It's uh, Hunter Hunter actually had an original series that came out back in like the 80s. I think it was before Yu Yu Hakusho because, you know, the creator of Yu Yu Hakusho also created Hunter x Hunter and they never finished it. I think it was only like one season and so they rebooted it and just made it longer. So, and that's the one that we know and love now and yeah, that's basically its whole story. Hunter x Hunter is widely known and very popular um, it's a very good season series, series that I've been watching but I still haven't finished um, because there are some parts that are just a little slow for me, like, it's a little unnecessary and it deviates from the plot, but I mean, I still like it. Good fighting, the kids are cute, I love Gon, I love Kiloa, I love seeing them fuck people up. It's great. It's, great, it's a good time. Um, also in 2011, Puella Magi Madoka Magica came out. Um, so we got to see magical girls fucked up like we got to see them be like dying gruesome deaths getting fucked over by kubei the the devil in a little cat creature thing whatever the fuck he is um and yeah we we got some demented crap going on in the magical girl world but it was worth it because i love that anime and they're getting another um, like a side story spinoff that's coming out next year that I'm excited about. So yay, fucked up anime girls. Also in 2011, Anohana: The Flower I Saw That Day came out. Um, that's also just on, came back onto Netflix recently. I originally watched it on Netflix a while long time ago. So like it's weird how Netflix takes stuff off and then puts it back on and like changes it and stuff. Um, but that's a good tearjerker if you want to watch that. Guilty Crown came out in 2011. Um, That's a weird one that kind of reminds me of Eureka 7, if anyone's ever watched that. Little bit of Neon Genesis Evangelion with the psychological crap, but not nearly as crazy. Um, And mainly those two are kind of the inspiration, or kind of remind me of it. But the music from Guilty Crown is amazing. I love the music. It's- the soundtrack is by Egoist, which is a band that usually performs like anime music. They also did the theme song for, uh, Cabinary of the Iron Fortress, so they're great. And yeah, it's just dramatic and crazy. Uh, what else came out in 2011? Future Diary came out in 2011. Mirai Nikki, we got our best, um, Yandere girl, uh, you killing people for her for her boy um we also got dead man wonderland in 2011 so it's kind of a messed up year we had poella magi madoka magica future diary and dead man wonderland in the same year that was a messed up year <laughs> like we were probably going through some dark psychological crises at that time anyway in 2012 2012 is the year of sword art online sword art online was super popular it was all anyone talked about I was in love with it, everyone I knew who watched the anime was in love with it, I didn't know many people, so it was like two people. But um, yeah, it was a big deal. We got to see Kirito going to get stuck in this game world and have to fight his way out so he wouldn't die. He meets Asuna, aka best girl, and they team up and fall in love and all that cute crap that happens in the anime. You know, first season was phenomenal, everyone hyped it up, everyone loved it and then the second season came out and i don't remember if the second season came out the same year but i feel like it did because after that second season came out all the hype and love that people had for the show just went out the window <laughs> it died like pretty fast like yeah um And I actually never watched the second season. I skipped over it somehow on accident and watched the other seasons. And I was like, oh, okay, this is okay. It's whatever. I don't understand why people hate it that much. But then I went back and I heard about the second season and I kind of like read about what happened. And I was just like, oh my gosh, no wonder everybody hates this shit. Like, why would they put Asuna, literally the strongest character in the first season, in a freaking sexual, like, situation- like, sexual harassment situation, just being held against her will and treated like a weakling uh, for no reason. Just because- so Kirito can come and save her? Like, whatever. Okay, fine. That's just fine. (laughs) No, that shit is so stupid. Anyway, so now everyone's like, meh, about Sword Online. But it had its high point at one time, and I still feel like the first season is really good. Um... Anyway, Maggie, or Maggie, The Labyrinth of Magic, also came out in 2012 on Netflix. It's still on there. There's two seasons, and there's a spin-off series about Sinbad. So, that's great. Great series. I love it. Um, I love the characters. I love Morgiana. She's great. Um the fighting, the magic and everything is good. Kind of I feel like uh, if you like Seven Deadly Sins, you'll probably like Magi as well. They kind of have similar like things about friendship and battling and magic um so and just really fine ass men and women <laughs> like beating each other up and also just, you know, seeing them interact with each other is really fun. Um what else came out that year? JoJo's Bizarre Adventure came out that year. Which I've never seen I've heard mixed reviews about it either people really love it or they really hate it and I don't know what I'm gonna be when I watch it I'm afraid to watch it because I don't know what I will fall fall under I love people who cosplay as Jojo characters because they kill it every time um and I want to understand all the references but I'm afraid <laughs> so we'll see if I watch it um Psychopath also came out in 2012 a dark psychological thriller Um, and Bungo Stray Dogs, which I just watched this year, um, which is pretty good. So, yeah, moving on to 2013. 2013 was the year of Attack on Titan. So, when I tell you when Attack on Titan came out, the game changed for anime. People were like, what the heck is this crap? Like, it was... For the longest time, it was called the Game of Thrones of anime because of how well it drew people in and like captured their attention and like made people binge watch like the whole first season. Um, and you know... Like, it just came out the gate. Like, you just see the cute little kids with these giant eyes. this beautiful animation living behind these walls. Um, you know, having a good life. And then one day, a giant-ass Titan literally comes out of nowhere. Kicks the freaking door open. lets all these Titans in. People are getting eaten. Their heads are torn apart. Aaron's mother dies in, like, the first... Or at the end of the first episode. Like, it's just... A lot. A lot happens. It's so dramatic and terrifying and like addicting it was so crazy um it was just a good year (laughs) for attack on titan and then of course it died down unfortunately because they didn't get a second season for a long ass time but we finally got one and now we're gonna be on the last season so i hope that everything that they're doing in the manga right now which is a lot a lot is happening in the manga right now i haven't even read it i just know because people talk about it and I hope that they incorporate that into the last season, which comes out next year. So we're going to see. Hopefully, it's good. I'm really hoping so. I know Wit Studio is going to uh, animate it still, which is great because they've been animating it since the beginning and it looks phenomenal. Like all the fight scenes of like Aaron and everyone flying through the air, killing people, slashing people's heads off, Levi, like, you know, being the beast that he is, fighting the beast Titan, all that. It was just great so shout out to attack on titan taken over 2013 uh another one that came out in 2013 is kill the kill my problematic fave (laughs) because it's you know just a ton like the show is literally nothing but fan service but it actually has a plot the characters have development ryuko was my first crush when i was (laughs) like she was my first but i did love her when um i watched it back and like in 2013 I was like a senior in high school so I was like I don't know what the fuck is up with all this crazy ass fan service but Riko is a badass and I love her um so it's and Mako just cracked me up because she reminds me so much of my best friend so great show came out in 2013 um it's and I think it was on Netflix then and it's been on Netflix for a while I don't know if they ever took it off which is good. I'm glad it's on Netflix because um, I can watch it over and again. <laughs> I've already watched it like two or three times. So yes, great show. Um, in 2013, Beyond the Boundary also came out, which is a Kyoto Animation favorite. A slice of life mixed with supernatural stuff, you know. Um, just great. About a, mo- a girl who kills monsters and a monster guy and how they interact with each other. <laughs> so it's- it's just fun and sad and beautiful. Um, great anime. Free also came out that year. Another, I think, a Kyoto Animation as well. Um, beautiful boys in nothing but speedos just swimming around and just trying to figure out their lives. <laughs> it's all deep, but also beautiful and like really sexy at the same time. I don't know how Kyoto Animation does it. I don't even know if they did that, but... Shout out to them as always. I love them, um, and everyone who worked on it. And if they had passed away, rest in peace. Um, also, Ruby came out. It's not anime, but it's anime adjacent, and uh, I feel like it deserves. It was really iconic for its time. It's like the, I don't know, it's not the first like anime adjacent thing to be to gain a lot of popularity, but it did a good job with uh just like encapsulating like all like the anime school and like fighting and tournament kind of things of shonen anime putting it into like a westernized anime or westernized animation and featuring all girls fighting so i love that um i love the characters in ruby i haven't finished it or haven't Continued watching it after like the third season, so I had to get back on it. But I love the first season when it came out, so shout out to them. Yeah, I don't know if 2014 deserves to be, deserves to belong to Seven Deadly Sins, but I feel like that's the most notable anime of that year. You guys can tell me if I'm wrong, <laughs> um, but Seven Deadly Sins came out in 2014 um, it's on Netflix, it's been on Netflix, because it's supposedly a Netflix original, even though it plays on other platforms, but whatever, um, and yeah, everyone loves it, um, just, like, seven super diverse characters with different personalities coming together to fight people, (laughs) like, what more do you need, um, and it's just, each of the characters having their own personalities and being so different is i think is the the draw of seven deadly sins um on a personal note fuck meliotis i really don't like him he's a good fighter like he's really good like i know he's really powerful and he can beat some people up and i respect that i also respect his friendships with the other characters especially bond they have a cool brotherly like bond um that i respect but I don't like Meliodas. I don't like. I'm getting to some spoiler territory, so if you haven't watched Seven Deadly Sins, skip ahead a little bit, <laughs> or the, like at least the latest seasons, um, except for the most recent one. But I don't like that his girlfriend is a reincarn or Elizabeth is a reincarnate of his girlfriend, and he just waited, took care of her as a child, you know, like put her to safety. Like, okay, that's great, that's nice. But then when she turns into an adult. He just grow up in a molester, molesting her all the time. Like, what the, like, you didn't even say you liked her. You just, like, walked up to her and was like, oh, let me just get in your booty hole. Like, what? No, just calm yourself. You're doing too much. Um, so yeah, he annoys me. Elizabeth also annoys me, so they could probably go. Everyone else in the series, I love. <laughs> I love Marilyn. I love Bon. I love Diane, my sweet, sweet, like, Baby, I love her. Um I love King. I love them all. They're great. Uh so yeah. Seven Deadly Sons came out in twenty fourteen. Akame Got Kill came out in twenty fourteen, which is also a really good anime. Strong female lead, um, even though she's not really the lead of the show. It's really weird how they set that up. There's not really a main character, but Akame somehow becomes the main character. I don't I didn't really understand that. Um, but I loved her fighting style, loved how she poisoned people, fucked them up with her sword and stuff. Her, um, relationship with her sister was cool, and, yeah, it was a cool fighting show. Lots of people died, it was really sad, but I did like it. (laughs) What else came out? Uh, Blue Spring Ride, which is a slice of life slash romance anime, came out in... 2014. Um, it's also known as Aoharu Ride, and that was good. It's kind of about mental health and like, it's mainly just like, you know, romance, life. alive, um, just sweetness all around. Tokyo Ghoul came out in 2014, which just might actually be, to- like, the year of 2014 was probably belonged to Tokyo Ghoul, but I haven't watched Tokyo Ghoul, so that's why I was kind of biased towards Seven Deadly Sins. Um, But I heard it's really good, and it probably deserves to be up there as one of the best. Space Dandy also came out in 2014. um, Which it was produced by Shinichiro Watanabe, which is the creator of Girl on Tuesday, um, Samurai Champloo and um shit what's the other one Cowboy Bebop <laughs> so he made that one and of course has great music um I watched a few episodes of it a long time ago when I used to play on Tsunami and it was just it's a crazy kind of like non plot centered show um but it's just really fun watch it's ridiculous and hilarious um, also, Noragami came out in 2014, which I haven't seen yet, but I heard is really good, so I want to watch it. Um, yeah. In 2015, uh, we got One Punch Man. So One Punch Man first season premiered. It was received very well. <laughs> Everyone loved it because it was a parody of, you know, all the shonen anime with super overpowered um, main characters. We got Saitama, our bald headed baddie, (laughs) Um, aka just overall badass, but also he's just out here trying to get his um, Sunday grocery deals, so he was relatable and also really powerful, so we respect him. And of course, we got a whole slew of other characters just fighting each other. Got to see monsters' guts like spilled all over the place as whenever Saitama punched someone, and the animation from the first season was so good, um, you know, just being introduced to the characters was so much fun, and the comedy was great as always, and then we got the second season, and it's totally different, (laughs) but I mean we still got great comedy, still got Saitama, still got great characters fighting each other, just the fighting wasn't as cool to watch, but so respect, One Punch Man. Um, thank you for bringing us Saitama. I, res- I love him. He is one of my faves. <laughs> um, also in 2015, we got Food Wars, the first season of Food Wars premiered. Um, we got Seraph of the End, um, which is about, we got, you know vampires fighting each other. Um, we got Dragon Ball Super, for those who care. <laughs> I don't personally. And we got Sound Euphonium from Kyoto Animation again. Um, just another great slice of live anime about some kids playing in a orchestra. Just amazing. Um, we also got My Love Story, um, which... <laughs> probably won't know (laughs) people may not know this but my love story is a really good slice of life romantic comedy um about this guy who's like really big like he's just a big dude it's not like he's like it's not like i don't know he's just like a big dude he lives in japan so it's not common (laughs) i guess um so he's people are usually afraid of him so but he wants to fall in love with someone and then he ends up falling in love with someone and they fall and they love him back and it's just about him like and his girlfriend being cute and his friend and like figuring out love and stuff and it's really adorable one of my favorites um so yeah that was 2015